Vegas Nation is sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up. It's time for another Vegas Nation podcast. You're listening to the Raiders post-game edition. What's up, everybody? It's time for the Vegas Nation post-game podcast. It's your host here, Heidi Fang, joined with Vinny Bonsignor, our Raiders beat writer. We will get into the Raiders' 24-22 loss here to the Tennessee Titans in Nashville. But first, I want to remind everybody to hit subscribe wherever you're listening. And also, we are brought to you by Station Casinos, STN Sports. Download the mobile app today and presented to you by Blue Wire Podcasts and Liquid Death. All right, Vinny, this is a little bit uh, too much, too familiar here for the start of the 2022 season. Right. That's what I wrote about. It's Groundhog Day for the Raiders. 0-3. 0-3 for basically the same types of reasons, too. Um, they keep shooting themselves in the foot. It's it's um, unexplainable how they – I think they're 48 – they're up 48 to seven on teams. If you take the second half of the Chargers game, the second half of today's game and the first half of the Cardinals game. And it's important to know that because, or say that because they have put together really dominant stretches of football, good stretches of football where they're clearly the better team. The problem is in those other six quarters and overtime, um, they've been outscored 70 to something. So, and it's cost them three games. That's the bottom line. Um, but, that's what's so frustrating for those guys in that locker room as, as we've talked to them and um, tried to analyze all of this is that they know that they're a good team. They know that they have the talent to compete. This is not a talent issue, Heidi, at all. It's an efficiency and focus and playing your best football, play after play after play, all these things that we've been talking about um, throughout. And, you know, to hear Derek Carr kind of allude to, hey, maybe some of this has to do with how they practice during the week. Um, and he, he he alluded to that being locked in and focused uh, in meetings, walkthroughs, practices, the whole nine yards. It all matters. And until everyone kind of gets on that same page and heeds that message of how you do it in practice is going to carry over to how you do it in games. They're going to have these lapses. This is an interesting game when you look at the stat sheet because Devontae Adams was targeted 10 times, but only ended up with 36 yards on five receptions. Uh, Matt Collins had a gigantic, huge day. Like you said, there's things that come together. So, you know, as far as the run game goes, it was still, okay. Still but the, just, again, the score got out of you know when you when you fall yeah. behind twenty four to ten, it's going to negate some of the things that you do in the run game. It's just the way it is. And then so they started. I, I, what was Josh's passing? 19, oh, passing. What do you mean? Yeah, some um, receptions as oh, well. Receptions, so they started yeah. using him a couple times at least in the pass game. So mm-hmm. he, he had thirty one yards. Overall. Yeah, so he had he had almost a hundred yards total from from the line of scrimmage today um you know they I felt like they were trying to expedite things so they threw it to him a couple of times um but yeah it's it's just you have to play games where you're dictating things on your terms and the Raiders just have not been able to do that because of how the score has been except for maybe that first half against the Cardinals other than that it's been playing from behind right so uh, with the statute though where I was getting at is like you have like you were saying good guys mm-hmm. that have you know Matt Collins big game Definitely. right but it doesn't translate um, to a win Devontae Adams meanwhile only 36 yards what, what do you think is happening here is it more of the double coverage is it more just the um, 
the yes. passes weren't really quite on. No. What would you say was going on there? Between? I, I, I think that there is something to what the defenses are doing, which is why it's incumbent not to point any fingers, but Darren Waller had a couple of passes that he needed to catch, yeah. period, exclamation mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. And if those catches are made, it's a different looking day entirely. And now maybe they roll over some extra coverage over to his side, and that opens up things for Devontae Adams. It all works hand in hand. It's all complementary of each other, of, of one another. And with Darren struggling today, to, and it, it happens, but honestly, it can't happen to, at, at this level. And I don't know what it is, whether it was just a lack of focus or a lack of attention to detail or whatever the case m- might be, but you can't have the errors that he had today and expect to win a game. The, the big problem appears on, you know, third down efficiency. They were one for 12 there. Uh, how do the Raiders start to look at third down situations? Because there weren't like necessarily a ton of third and longs, but there were obviously issues with converting. What would you say that they need to do to get those converted? Because if you're only converting on one third down throughout the entire game, that's a problem. It's not good. I think there were four for four on fourth downs, which three is weird. Three for three, yeah. Three, three for, for three. Okay, mm-hmm. three, for three. Um, yeah, it's just um, I had to look back on for, for you know all the all eleven that they that they missed on, sure. but um, a couple of them were drop passes, <laughs> you know. Um, n- number one, number two, uh, just not being able to to be efficient on those downs, and and uh, you know that's kind of across the board whether it's guys doing their job up front. By the way, I feel like the rebuilt offensive line played reasonably well, you know, aside from some key penalties. I yeah, thought they I did think Alex Bars had a couple of penalties. Yeah, right? one was a. Um, I got to see the uh, personal foul call, but it, I, I don't mm-hmm. know if he was coming to the defense of Derek Carr, um, who, who who got hit kind of as he was throwing a pass. I don't exactly know what was going on there, but um, but yeah, and then he also had a, uh, I don't know if it was a false start, maybe a false start, but um, they got to clean all that up. It's the penalties. I mean, they get an interception, uh, you know, in that second half. They're in scoring range, basically, starting off a great drive in, in great field position, and two straight penalties knocks them back, and all of a sudden, you know, now... Uh, uh, they're they're out of scoring position and they wasted an opportunity. Yeah, overall, the defense couldn't get the pressure going on the line. Um, ultimately, I think that was also a problem. They lost a couple of cornerbacks during this game. First, I want to talk about Nate Hobbs leaving the game. How much of a problem do you foresee that being? What do you know about his injury? I don't know. They didn't have uh, uh, any updates after the game. Uh, I do know this. The Raiders defense pitched a shutout in the second half. <laughs> you know, They got their act together in the second half. Uh, it was the offense that couldn't cash in on on so many opportunities. So that you know, you don't. Nate Hobbs is a huge integral part of, of this defense, um, and I think you felt uh, the loss of Denzel Perryman uh, today. You know, with some of the things that were happening early on uh, in the game, and in in with the run game of the uh, of the Tennessee Titans, and some of those shorter passes that they were throwing to to Derrick Henry. So um, yeah, that's a, that not having Trayvon Merrig uh, doesn't help, obviously, and then losing Nate Hobbs. Definitely didn't, but I thought the defense played really well in the second half. As I'm reading here, I found an AP report that says Nate Hobbs was evaluated for a concussion. That could be problematic going through the week as they still look to get Andre James back from a concussion. He didn't play today. And, and Hunter then, Renfro. Yep, and yeah. Hunter. So that'd be the third uh, player that could possibly miss more than just this game due to a concussion. Uh, Rocky Sin also went down. 
he came back. So this was right in the earlier part of the game right. on a 41 pass, to, a 41 yard pass from Tannehill to Robert Woods that set up Derrick Henry's touchdown. And then he came back to the game, but went out again in the fourth quarter. Do you know much of anything like as far as what he might be dealing with or, you know, what could have happened there if if they lose both of these guys, what this yeah, could, could look like? Definitely not going to be good. And uh, already Anthony Averett's not uh, not out there. He's on injury reserve. So uh, they got to get those guys back uh, in her. Yeah, there weren't, you know how it is after games. Uh, there's not really much that, uh, that that they can say. So uh, we'll wait on word uh, on that. Hopefully we'll get some more news on, on Monday. Yeah, so we'll see how this depth chart looks as well, depending on, like mm-hmm. you said, what happens there. Um, overall, right now, the Raiders in the division, uh, obviously starting off 0-3 is not a good thing, but they did get a little help in terms of what can happen here with uh, the Chiefs losing because that puts them at 2-1, and one, and so the they're not 3-0. 1-2. Um, Chargers are 1-2. and two, And then, depending on what happens with San Francisco and the Broncos, um, probably by the time most of you listen to this, right. that game may have taken place, but as we record here an uh, hour prior to the start of that game, uh, that, you know, Denver one and one right now. We'll see how that one plays out and where they could align themselves in the division. But is it time to panic, Vinny? Uh, well, depending on what happens with the Broncos tonight, the Raiders could literally be just one game out of second place. <laughs> you know, so um, I, you know, panic is a, uh, is a is a powerful word. What does panic mean? That you're going to be running around, scrambling around, oh my God, what are we going to do? No, you can't be doing that. You have to try to uh, eliminate all of that. You know, when you're talking about panic, you're talking obviously about the Raiders. The fan base is going to panic. Uh, that's going to happen. The media is going to, you know, uh, obviously write what they need to write and what we need to do. But if you're uh, in that locker room, you cannot panic. You just got to stick to what the, the parts of this that are working well. Seize on that. Um, try to maximize that and just eliminate all the silliness that's going on in and around that with the penalties, the drop balls, um, just the overall lack of uh, efficiency across the board. And if they can just do that, they're going to put themselves in a much better position to win. This is three close games that they lost, which theoretically they could have won all three games. This isn't a talent issue. This isn't, oh my gosh, the Raiders don't have the ability to, to competitively play football. They're obviously doing that, which means the talent is there to do that they need to close those margins um on the uh on on the efficiency uh in order to to close the deal here well, let's hear from darren waller right now who spoke in the locker room about how this team can overcome adversity frustrating um, i feel like a lot of times whether it's football or whether it's life sometimes results don't always indicate you know what kind of growth is being made in the process you know, what kind of being learned, so uh, results are ongoing on me right now. That doesn't mean that we, you know, go about the process any differently. We still show up to work. We still try to do the best that we can, and uh, you know, you, you bounce back. I mean, it's, it's adversity. It's not new to me. It's not new to guys in this locker room. So you just got to find a way to work through it and just stack good days on top of each other. Is that kind of the leader one leader's message you'll get? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, there's no way that. You know, we could we could look back on this part of the season at one point and, and laugh on it. You know? um, this is if there's anything that's going to give us character as a team, uh, these few weeks is something that's going to do that. Uh, and you know, I'm excited to see how we respond. Is it more frustrating or encouraging that it's like one inch, you know, here or there that you can fix? Like, obviously, those are missed opportunities, but is that encouraging that like, hey, just clean that up, or is it frustrating like? 
looking back at it? It's a little bit of both. I try to look at everything from just from like a balanced perspective. Uh, looking at things that you can control and you can do better and addressing those at the same time. Looking at the heart of, of guys in the locker room and guys that, you know, aren't going to quit. So, uh, you know, you take the good with the bad. And I feel like you got to look at everything like that. And, uh, you know, you got to keep working. You got to uh, figure these things out. And I believe that will work. Vegas, get in on the sports betting action and get on the SDN Sports app. With 14 convenient sign-up locations across town at Station Casinos, Wildfire, and El Cortez, you're only a few minutes away from getting started, no matter where you are in town. With a huge menu of betting options and points back on your bets, STN Sports is the strongest betting app out there. So sign up today for STN Sports and earn up to $500 on your first deposit. The next time you're in a company meeting and see one of your co-workers cracking open a refreshing can that appears to be a tall boy and it's in your 9 a.m. meeting, you're thinking... Is that a beer? It's most likely not. It's a new mountain spring water brand called Liquid Death. Well, not only is it going to quench your thirst, but it's also going to bring a death to plastic bottles. The donations of 10% of the profits from every can sold will help kill plastic pollution. Their aluminum cans are infinitely recyclable and actually profitable for recycling facilities. Go get Liquid Death at your local Woodman 7-Eleven, Roundies, or Hy-Vee, or find a Liquid Death retailer near you with their store locator. All right, Vinny, let's uh, talk now a little bit about the offensive line. We talked about how the offensive line was different. They did have Thayer Munford uh, outside at right tackle, then Jermaine Illuminor at right guard, Dylan Parham playing center with Andre James out. And then over at left guard, you had Alex Barr's left tackle, Colton Miller. So essentially, really, it's just Colton Miller and Dylan Parham were the only two in the regular position that were on the line that they were in in the last week. They seem to have stuck with this line throughout the game. What did you what do you think going forward happens with this offensive line? Will it be the same look or will there be more tinkering, especially after Jermaine Illuminor races an almost 30-yard pickup with a hold call? What, what happens here? Yeah, well, I think uh, keep an eye on, obviously, Andre James is going to be back at some point. I think he returns to center. And then it, the question becomes, all right, what do you do with Dylan Parham? Uh, do you, did you like what you saw from Alex Bars today? I know he had a couple of penalties, but I thought he played reasonably well uh, outside of the outside of that. You got to clean that up, obviously. Uh, so so where do you put Dylan Parham? Is it Alex Bars over at left guard or Jermaine Illuminar over at right guard? I do think they are Munford um, played a pretty darn good game. You know, you know, I think there was one sack that he gave up, but it's that's a pretty good. Those guys get paid as well. So one sack isn't the end of the world uh, for a rookie uh, coming in and making his first NFL uh, start. Then there's also, um, you know, obviously Justin uh, Heron, who's who's also part of the deal. I think as he gets more acclimated, he's probably going to get a chance at right tackle. So I would think that the way it shakes out, Andre James at center, Dylan Parham, one of the two guards, Thayer Munford or Justin Heron at, uh, at, at, at tackle, and then whoever doesn't win out one of the guard positions will then become one of the subs. So interesting how much of this is still very much in flux yeah. when you think about it and how it may actually uh, come together once I think they, they get some momentum going on that line. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that Derek looked at all uncomfortable. No, today that was line. a good day for the offensive yeah. line. Yeah. Okay. So overall. Yeah, if it gets moved around again, what does that game look yeah. like? So that's something that we'll keep an eye on and continue to update at VegasNation.com. But just final thoughts, Vinny, as they have Denver next at Allegiant Stadium. This is another big uh, divisional game for this team. What do you think is the main 
point of focus as they go into this week of practice leading up to that game? Well, uh, the answer is as easy as it's been elusive. They got to put together four quarters of football. If they yeah. do that, they're going to win the game. I'm telling you. <laughs> no, right I'm only laughing like that because it is the one thing that it seems that they haven't been able to and do it's an yet. easy answer. Is just, to put together just four quarters. do that and you win, mm-hmm. but they haven't been able to, to, to hold on to that or harness that for four quarters, and that's been problematic, and it's why they're 0-3. Yeah, uh, as far as Josh McDaniels go, what do you think his mindset might be right now as he approaches this week? Uh, frustrated, uh, obviously, but, um, you know, you have to stick with it. You have to stay with it. You have to believe what you're doing is right. Your preparation, your game planning, all of that. And I didn't see anything wrong with the game calls. I know everyone's like fire Josh McDaniels on Twitter. Come on. That's not going to happen. It's unrealistic. You need to find the answers, uh, and you have to find the answers in a hurry. And to me, I keep going back to this execution. They're not executing at a high enough level on a consistent enough level basis. And sounds to me, uh, listening to Derek Carr, like it might be something that's not happening in practice where guys aren't taking every single rep, uh, maybe as seriously as they should. And I think once they start doing that, uh, the lock is going to unlock, you know, whatever's been holding them back on Sundays. And lastly, how do you think that they might try to game plan better for Devontae Adams to try to get the ball to him more, assuming he's not double covered on, you know, most of the plays? Do you think they try to design things that this week are different from what they've seen in the past few games to try to get him more involved. Yeah. Um, I, you know, they, they targeted him 10 times. So then he had five catches. So what's happening on those other five. Um, so you got to take a look at that on film and see what the breakdown was. Uh, but I also think that if Matt Collins is open and Dev- and uh, Darren Waller are open, we'll see if Hunter Renfro comes back. If they're, if they're open, then you get them the ball and then organically let the ball go back to Devonte. right now. It looks like whatever defenses are doing these last two, games is kind of taking him out of it a little bit but it's a long season i would expect that it's going to circle back to him at some point and he's going to be the guy that you know everyone knows uh, him to be all right there you have it for our post game recap here again the final score in nashville 24 22 the raiders losing for the third straight time to start the season first time that that's happened since 2018 for these raiders but uh, we will keep you updated uh, with all things at vegasnation.com with what happens throughout the week and evaluating all the different injuries that we mentioned and how things will come together find it all in print or online there thank you everybody so much for listening for Vinny Bonsignor. I'm Heidi Fang. We'll be back next week. Vegas, get in on the sports betting action and get on the SDN Sports app. With 14 convenient sign-up locations across town at Station Casinos, Wildfire, and El Cortez, you're only a few minutes away from getting started, no matter where you are in town. With a huge menu of betting options and points back on your bets, STN Sports is the strongest betting app out there. So sign up today for STN Sports and earn up to $500 on your first deposit.